In the holy name of Jesus, amen. You and I know that this is just not right. This is John the baptizer, the cousin of Jesus, the last great prophet of the Old Testament, the first great prophet of the New Testament, and the one of whom Jesus said, there was never a man born greater than John. And John did his work as a prophet well. In this case, it seems too well. When he went to King Herod Antipas and told him he was wrong, he was wrong to steal his brother's wife. That, of course, made Herod cranky, and when he had the opportunity, he cut off John's head and he gave it to his new wife as a birthday present. So you and I know that this is just not right. And if this is how it goes in the church, then the question is, what are all of you doing here in the middle of summer, early in the morning? You're here probably because you have already figured out that as you go through life, there are always things that are just not right. In fact, you who are more mature have already figured out that in your own life you have to live with some measure of injustice. There are always some things that are bad, but there are actually things worse than losing your head. John the baptizer was executed because he stood up for what is good and right and true. Somewhere along the way, I am certain that this has happened to each one of you, that you have been persecuted for saying what Jesus says and doing what Jesus does and seeing the world the way the Lord sees the world. And that, like John the baptizer, made your world feel like a wilderness, evil and chaotic. But you also know that this is just what Christians do. This is a normal part of your job as a Christian, to stand up for what is good, for what is right, and for what is true. And that, I think, is why you keep coming back week after week, Sunday after Sunday. Because like John the baptizer, you see or you know or you think or you feel, you have some, some sense deep down that something very big happens here each Sabbath, something bigger and more important than losing your head. You come back each week because somehow you know that what is good and right and true is given to you in this place from God himself. And like John the baptizer, that God has a hold on you. That is what it means to be the church. We come to this text once or twice a year, and each time we come to it, the death of John the baptizer reminds us that the biggest thing in life is not dying at the hands of cranky folk. The biggest thing in life is living like a prophet, like the baptizer, seeing as Jesus sees, saying as Jesus says, doing as Jesus does, even when it runs against kings and nations and next-door neighbors living prophetically, clinging to what is good and right and true is the essence of being a Christian. 
That's precisely what Jesus means when he says to all of you, take up your cross and follow me. Or, if you love me, you will do what I say. Or, present your bodies as living sacrifices. So you come back week after week, and the most basic thing is done to you. You confess your sins, and you are forgiven. But then beyond that, life opens up for all of you. And you move to the next round of faithful living. That, you see, is what makes you different. And that is why you are here today. For some folks, for friends of yours, even for some in your own family, the big stuff is always going to be too big. It's just the way it is. Throughout Scripture, Jesus tells stories of folks who are bid to live prophetically, but they just cannot muster the will or the strength. So there are always going to be folks like Herod Antipas, who loved being king and being powerful more than he loved Jesus. Folks like those in John chapter 6, who flee Jesus when he tells them the very meaning of life is the Eucharistic bread the Eucharistic body, the Eucharistic blood that comes down from heaven as a gift, or folks like that poor guy whom Jesus invited to be disciple number 13. You remember him, I think, Jesus saw that he was humble and had a good heart, and he listened and he saw, and Jesus said, come along, sell what you've got, you can be number 13, we'll add a disciple, it'll be you. But the man had a lot of stuff, and he went away very, very sorrowful. That is the way life is sometimes. Life is too big. But the joy of life today is that you are different. We see it from start to finish, from the baptism we just had to the Eucharistic touch, which you will receive in just a moment, a touch which will forgive you, and energize you and strengthen you and make you one and move you into the world to see as Jesus sees, to do as Jesus does, to say as Jesus says. It is his touch, this touch, his forgiveness that makes all of you different. You care about this more than you care about losing your head. You care about being obedient. You care about being generous. You care about being forgiven. You care about the life of the cross. You are different because you want the life that St. John the Baptizer had. And that is perfect. You are in the right place. God is here today and here today to bless you. And together, we can be church. The place, the community where prophetic stuff happens full of energy and obedience and love and care and mercy and truth, given to what is good and right and true, but most of all, given to the gifts of God which forgive us and make us one. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>